Happy New Year and welcome to Beyond the Self, the podcast where we embark on a transformative journey of self-discovery at a profound power of giving. I'm your host, Destin Adity, and I'm thrilled to have you on again as we explore the path of shared value and its potential to create ripple effects of positive change. Today, we delve into a special episode. I mean, we get to talk about a really great book, Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I'm sure you've been asked one way or another what your love language is. Well, join us as we unlock the importance of love languages. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to decoding love's language. This book is a manual to love's seldom unspoken and undecipherable language. It's a guide to understanding what usually seems to be hardly understood. Now, I remember the first time I came to Ghana and uh, it was quite challenging because I didn't really speak the language. I'm half Ghanaian and half Nigerian. like, And, you know, my parents tried as much as possible as they could to ensure we learned the language before we came to Ghana. But that was quite hard because, you know, we didn't meet as much people to even, you know, get some practice in. And they got books and that didn't work. And we finally came and, you know, we were caught in, you know, the in-between and people speaking the language to you and expecting an answer and you being like, well, I don't understand what you're saying. And... It went on like that till, you know, we got to school and we were with people our age and we were able to, you know, try and try and try till we understood the language and we became less of a novice, you know. So that time, um, it was like I was, it was a, it, that time without understanding language, you know, kept me at a barrier, you know. I wasn't giving full access to a culture, full access to a people, full access to a way of life because I didn't really understand the language. Now, that is how it is with love because we are speaking very different languages. And the thing is, we don't always understand each other. I want to give an illustration. Let, I want you to imagine that you're in a committee and with several other people, good people, you admire them, and you are supposed to work to achieve a certain deliverable. And, well, the the kick is you do not speak the same language. And the thing is, you all have to work together to make sure this thing happens. Well... This has become something really hard because you're saying something and this person is saying another thing. And it's like, what are we even saying? They can't be understood. We can't understand them. They can understand us. Terrible, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, today we find ourselves, you know, in much better times because most people speak the language we speak, you know, as... You know, most people speak English and now people like right now, I'm, I'm privileged because 
I learned English and most people I encounter speak English. So I do not always have to learn many different languages. I just have to speak English. And it hasn't always been so. I remember when I took a tour to Almina and, you know, the slave castles here in Ghana. And they were telling us about, you know, how um, some of the slaves couldn't escape. And, and you know, there were so many well-abled men there, women, you know. And it was like, why didn't they work together to escape? And I kept on asking myself that thing. And the Turkites said they didn't speak the same language. None, they couldn't understand each other. So it's like... They have been beaten and diminished and how not like the thought of working up an escape plan with someone they can't even speak. I mean, it's not in a prison or in a dungeon. You're trying to get the time to understand someone's language. So imagine how hard that could be. Imagine. I want you to imagine. And that's how it is with love. We're speaking different languages, hoping to understand, hoping to work to a goal, to accomplish a really long-lasting relationship, one of beauty and one of sustainability. But, rest assured, Gary Chapman has made things a bit less daunting for all of us. Gary Chapman posited five different love languages and it is one we all possess some, you know, in different degrees, you know, that some possess more greater than others, but they have proven highly useful uh, in relationship building. And I'd like to share some with you, I mean, all with you. So the first one is words of affirmation. Now, people with this love language tend to be, tend to want they love to be more expressive through words. They want to hear how you feel about them. They want to tell you how they feel. That's how they give and receive love. They tend to want to hear it. And the other is acts of service. You know, for individuals, you know, this type of individuals, the actions speak louder than words to them. You know, they feel most loved when you do something for them, you know. Help them with chores, you know, take out their trash, even charging their phone. You know, this is how they want to be loved. And, you know, if if you're speaking words of affirmation to someone who wants acts of service, it's like, are you really trying to love me? You know, that type of thing. But once you translate to their own language, then things become a bit easier. The third is receiving gifts. Um, um, people with this love language love important gestures, you know, especially physical reminders that you've put thought into, you know, as a way to, as a way of showing that this reminds me of you and you remind me of this. And so it's like, receive this and I, I want to show you that, you know, like kind of like a physical reminder that keeps on keeping on no matter how, no matter where the person, uh, the other person goes, you know, it's always that going to be there, that this is the reason, and I love you. And the other is quality time. Well, people with this love language, you know, tend to want to be around you 
as a way to show their love. They want to, they want your undivided attention. You know, spending as much quality time together. You know, it's about being physically present and you know fully engaged and connected to to your partner. This is what how they see and feel love. And the other is physical touch. Well, this language, you know, it involves the power of physical contact and touch to express, you know, love and care. And, you know, it's also not just about intimacy, but also the about the comfort and connection that, you know, the physical touch brings. It could be a hug. It could be, um, it could be, you know, just being there, holding their hand when they're going through something really agonizing, you know. So those are the five love languages. Physical touch, words of affirmation, gift giving, acts of service, and quality time. So I want to encourage you all to take the love language test to understand yourself, to know where you are. The link is in the description. So do be encouraged to take the test. It's a game changer. I remember when I took the test and, you know, just after reading Gary Chapman's book and it enabled me to understand very certain things about myself, about how I wanted to be loved and how I also wanted to give love. Well, mine, um, the most the most prevalent love language for me is words of affirmation. And the second is act of service. The third is quality time. The fourth is um, physical touch. The fifth is gift giving. So, I I prefer I prefer you say it. I prefer you communicate what you feel. And also the second, I also prefer like you know your your effort, your, the things you do as well. And for me, like um, it's, it's two different sides. You know the way you I express love and the way I, um, the way I want to be loved and the way I express love. So usually I, I prefer to be loved with words of affirmation and acts of service and all that. But I give love predominantly well with acts of service, you know. So, you know, that's one for me. That's for me. And the thing is, the love languages, um, you know, it's it's a combination of our experiences uh, from childhood, you know. Usually, most people who gravitate towards words of affirmation, usually, I would say, from my experience, uh, we're not the most chatty household about our feelings, you know. We're not the most, I love you, I love you, but, like, you know it's there. But we're not the most, you know, seeing. So it's like, it's that part has been dormant, you know. So it's how you want to actually receive it. In that sense, so maybe clues from your childhood, how you were loved, um, the things you were deprived from, you know, usually serves as a kind, kind of like a key as to, you know, what type of love language you would res- resonate with. And the thing is, you, it's not like one or the other, you know, it's, it's a, it's cut, it cuts across all, so, but you just have them in different degrees, which is why it's important to, you know, take the test and understand um so like right now we understand how hard it is to when people speak very different languages and you know the same could be said in a relationship you know you know you're speaking a very two different languages and it also becomes very complicated when 
your your languages are the combination of very of of all the five love languages so it's helpful to understand your partner's love language and it's also helpful for them to understand yours because there it's like okay you actually feel the love when this person says it you actually feel the love when this person expresses it through acts of service or when this person gives you gifts or when this person um decides to be fully engaged in spending time with you you feel it and that is when you are open to understanding someone else's love language they they tend to reciprocate so it's all about you know deciding to take that bold step you know to love someone and truly understand them by understanding their love languages it's it's also a journey um usually not most people are acquainted with you know helpful tools like Gary Chapman's um test for to find your love languages so it becomes much of a hard work but it you'd see it as an experiment you know trying all instead of you know trying to put this person in a box you try all does this person try using your words you try using your actions you try using gift giving or quality time or physical touch and you see how this person reacts you know based off of you know maybe you try it over a week maybe monday say i love you tuesday you take out the trash wednesday you book a date you know at a fancy restaurant which she likes friday you hold her hand give her a back massage and that's like what five days i think friday yes friday you give her a gift a token of your love that she can hold forever that kind of thing so it's then you keep like a journal of how she reacted then on saturday you do like a like a list maybe one she reacted most to gift giving two she reacted most to acts of service so that would tell you okay so a top two are most likely to be active gift giving and acts of service then you play around with those two and see how she reacts to them more and it is it becomes something interesting because you're not just being boring you're not just you know leaving things to chance because that's how most people do it in relationships they leave things to chance and it becomes a stalemate and everybody becomes unhappy and the book holds so many secrets to keep in love understanding love and you know it doesn't always just apply to you know heteronormative relationships or like boyfriend and girlfriend it doesn't always apply to that it can apply to platonic relationships between a mother and a son a father and a daughter you know you and your friend you're your best friend because people want to be loved so understanding how they want to be loved and how they give love makes it easier because at the end of the day we just all want to be understood seeking to be understood so if you can be that person that understands them by taking the effort to understand the language that they speak well i guess you're on your way to finding that true love so i want you to 
take the bold step. I want you to understand your love language by taking a test. I want you to read the book as an effort to understand the love languages of your fellows and try and try and try. It's an experiment. It could work. It couldn't, you know, it's all about trying and it's going to be a fun one. I, that I that I recommend that I recommend um, so let's start today let's do it as we wrap up today's episode of Beyond the Self remember that the most profound growth happens when we are united so thank you for being a part of this journey on Beyond the Self your presence and engagement mean the world to us as we explore the vast landscape of personal growth.